So I want to tell you something. And uh, I hope you you take it in the spirit with which it is intended. Okay? <laughs> you ready for it? Okay, well first get comfortable. This is going to be a major cuddle session here, so. <clears throat> Did you watch the Apple event? I just saw the new thing about the iPhones. $1,000 for a new phone. I'm just, yeah, no, not going to do that. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to tell you something. You could tickle me. You could tickle me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Seriously. You're crazy. Because here's why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, in your mind, you got the crazy idea that you don't you don't deserve cuddles like this or that you're never gonna have someone who wants to cuddle with you or or any of those crazy crazy ideas and I don't know where you got them from but they're just that's just bad shit man <laughs> And I'm, I'm here to tell you, in no uncertain terms, just how batshit that is. Because, you, I mean, there's just no way that you're singled out to be the one person on earth that is uncuddleable. Of course you're cuddle-worthy. Come on. You're a complex human being with all kinds of experience and character and and wonderful personality traits and and you've got a cuddly bod and you're nice and you care about people. I mean, it's just if you don't have if you haven't had a lot of people to cuddle with or you don't have a lot of those experiences, it's just circumstance. Correlation does not equal causation. That's one of my favorite things from from when I was studying pre-med stuff. I love that idea. Correlation meaning something happening at the same time does not mean that one caused the other. And you have to look out for that when you're when you're researching things and when you're thinking about your own life. So, you know, if you haven't 
had a if you haven't had a date in a while, if you haven't had a sexual partner, if you haven't had a good cuddle, it's not caused by by you. You know, just because it's just because it's happening doesn't mean that something you did or didn't do has caused it. These are just circumstances. You know? And it's crazy to think that that there's something wrong with you because there isn't. God, there isn't. And let me give you an example here because because you're thick-headed too. <laughs> I know I'm full of insults tonight, but <laughs> but you see, I'm still cuddling with you, so who cares, right? Okay. The example I was going to give you was, I want you, to, I want you to think about this way. Think about someone you know, hopefully someone you know really well, like a family member or a close friend or basically someone that you've known for a long time. And if they're like most people, they have, there's, there's two things that can be said about them. One is that there's something that they want. Maybe it's a career. Maybe they've always wanted to be a fireman, say, or a doctor or a bricklayer or something, right? There's something they've always, they've always wanted to do. And, and they have this kind of romanticized view of it. And they would love to, they'd love to believe they're good at it. They, they want it so badly or they want to be esteemed by other people. They want to be admired. They want people to think that they're very knowledgeable about a certain area. And sometimes the impression that you get is that they're just trying too hard. They just kind of, you know, their interest in this thing just seems a little too psychologically based rather than just something that they just do. You know, like, I know it's hard to describe and I'm really trying hard to describe this, but I've had friends who, who just wanted something so badly, but they weren't really suited to it. They just had discovered this, this career and they, they thought that they would be great at it and they loved it and they wanted to do it. But deep down, they really weren't suited to it. And everything was a struggle. Nothing was quite right. They would always kind of skirt around things or, or try to get there by other means or in some way try to almost deceive themselves into thinking that what they were doing was getting them closer to to being this fireman or this doctor or whatever it is that they wanted, but they weren't doing what other people did who just kind of took a direct line towards those things. So that's the one part of it. But the other part of it that I find fascinating is that in almost every person, even those people that I just told you about, they have this, this other thing that they're really good at whatever it is, they have this like pocket of something that's just, they kick ass at this other thing. 
And they're just kind of quietly confident about it. They just, they just do it. Maybe they've been doing a certain job for, for 20 years or something. And they've always wanted to become a, um, you know, thriller writer or something. And they, they try very hard, but they're not, they're not really cut out to be a writer or they're not really good at it, but they're excellent at this other thing that they did for, for 20 years. And, and, I know that we're always, we always strive for, for things. We always want something else. But I wish in some ways that we could, we could draw from that confidence. We could, we could use those things that we're really exceptional at as a way to bolster us. You know, like it's, it's, it's not going to stop us from wanting to be an astronaut if we're, you know, if we're not really suited to it, but we're actually really awesome at computer programming or whatever, you know. But, but like when, when we're looking for something to feel good about, when we're looking for something that makes us feel good about ourselves, I just wish that more of us could draw on that that kind of core of what we're really good at. One of my friends wants to be a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist very, very badly. And even though she's really good at it, she started out in a completely different field that she's really good at. And her self-esteem seems to be continually based on trying to be the psychologist. And she's neglected that other thing that she was really good at. And, and I just sort of, I feel bad because I think, oh, you could get so much more out of your life if you just let yourself enjoy those things that you're great at. It doesn't mean you have to do them for a living. You can say, it's not for me. But at least, at least give yourself the, the pleasure of just saying, yeah, I really, I really kick ass at this thing. I'm excellent at this. Whether I want to do this for a living or not, this is one of my skills. Because I think when we're, when we're feeling like we're not really worthy of like cuddles like this, we need every weapon we have to try to fight that off, you know? And you need to remember that like, hey, I'm, I'm, <laughs> there are things I'm really, really good at that I'm what I'm way better at than other people. You know, I have some skill areas that other people just don't have. And right there, that should make you feel like you're not unworthy. You're not different. You're not abnormal. You know? Now, don't give me that look. I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, well, this is easier said than done, I know. But that's what I'm here for, is to try to remind you of these little things. Just gentle little whispers in your ear sometimes, you know. But I have some wisdom. Not a lot. <laughs> Not nearly as much as I would like, but there's some things I have learned, and that's one of them. That you just... You absolutely can't, can't go through life with this crazy belief that 
but you're not worthy. You absolutely are. And you know me, I'm not I'm not saying that to be all rainbows and unicorns, you know, it's not just empty platitudes. I really do mean it. Think of every person you've ever known. And probably with very few exceptions, there's there's something uniquely lovable about every person. There's something that you can see why other people care about them. There's people you've cared about in your life. That they may have flaws, they may have faults, but it just doesn't matter. You overlook them or you just you roll your eyes at them, but you, you still care about, you know? You don't have to be perfect to be lovable. You don't have to look perfect. You don't have to act perfect, talk perfect. You don't have to do anything perfect. First of all, because no one is. But secondly, it's it's our standards are not that high <laughs> for each other. <laughs> you know, think about your family. My God, if I think about my family, oh my God. <laughs> not exactly um, <laughs> top of the class. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> But that's the thing, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You find things about about people that you love and you just you just love them. So if your circumstances in life have not have not brought you someone to just love you or or whatever. I know it sucks, I know. But it's not a permanent state and it's not your fault. It's circumstances. And they change. So I mean, look, you got me, right? <laughs> you got me cuddling up with you. <laughs> That's different, right? That's not what you thought before you before you stumbled upon me. You didn't know about this, did you? You didn't know you could you could have somebody like me. So this is an experience that you probably never even thought existed. But it's here. So the same thing can, can happen with other things in your life, with other relationships and other people. And, you know, you just have to try to be open to them. And keep in mind, too, that if you're not overly picky, you know, if you just like, would just like to know someone who's kind and nice and funny and you don't care if, if they have flaws or you know that, that's how people feel about you you're not different you know there isn't there isn't one set of rules for you and another set for everybody else you're just a person like everyone else the same rules apply to you So that's what I mean when I say you're crazy. <laughs> I hope you know what I mean. Dead is is very addictive. Maybe not addictive. It's um it's like it lures you in.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. It's very insidious, isn't it? It's just so much more comfortable than a couch when you just kind of sink into it. Just being here with you, I just want to fall asleep. I can't read in bed, can you? If I read in bed, I'm asleep in like 30 seconds. It's just crazy. <laughs> Maybe it's the just being so comfortable. And you are very comfortable. Just saying, you make a good pillow. The whole body pillow. I'm gonna just drape myself all over you, <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> hmm. Leroy Brown. He got a custom continental. He got an Eldorado too. He got a 32 gun in his pocket for fun. He got a razor in his shoe. And he's bad, bad. Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Well, Friday, about a week ago, Leroy shooting dice. And at the edge of the bar sat a girl named Doris, and ooh, that girl looked nice. Well, he cast his eyes upon her, and the trouble soon began. Leroy Brown, he learned a lesson about messing with the wife of a jealous man. And he's bad, bad, Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Well, those two men took to fighting. And when they pulled them from the floor. Leroy looked like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple of pieces gone. <laughs> and he's bad, bad, Leroy Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Yeah, he was better than old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. ba doom doom <laughs> Not exactly a love song, I know, but I love Jim Croce's storytelling and his songs. They're just so great. He, he weaves such incredible stories, and I just love them. 
So thanks for indulging me. Hmm. I know it doesn't put you to sleep, I know, but I liked it. <laughs> you are crazy, but I'm hoping to make you well. Don't be nuts, don't be bad shit, you are lovable, you are. And if you don't start to believe it, I will hit you with my car. <laughs> okay. Two very violent theme songs tonight, sorry. <laughs> Come here, you. Mm. You are awesome. I love you. Just remember that, okay?